Hey, Mary. This is Michael. Hey, Michael. How hey. are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to be on the podcast. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is going to be fun. Of course, of course. Well, I know I'll enjoy it, and I hope everybody who's listening uh, as well. So so let's get started, Mary. Um, sure. I'm glad to connect over the past few months. It's been great um, keeping up with you. So so tell us a little bit about yourself kind of personally, and then we'll go into to the Workday side a little bit after that. Okay. Um, well, personally, um, I'm from Montana. I'm a, from the great state of Montana, so that's my home state. Um, I'm married, and I have one daughter. And um, currently, we live in, I'm not in Montana anymore, unfortunately, but we live just outside of Eugene, Oregon. So uh, my husband is a huge Ducks fan, and uh, University of Oregon is right here. So we've been enjoying lots of Ducks games since we moved here. And um, do you want me to tell you a little about, about, about my professional background before coming to Workday? Sure, that would be great. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so while I was in Montana, uh, most of my professional career really was spent working in higher education there in the Montana University system. So I spent many, many years in the financial aid office um, working at community colleges, technical colleges, um, four-year publics, uh, kind of the whole gamut. And um, so I had a lot of opportunity to interact with students and families as they were getting ready to go to uh, post-secondary education. And I also, um, way back in my past, I served as the, um, a team leader for a different software implementation for the Montana University system. So um, team lead for the financial aid module and that role helped me with, um, like I was kind of project manager for testing releases and patches. And then I also worked with my financial aid staff on campus, um, like assigning security roles, you know, appropriate to what they needed access to in that system. Um, and then most recently, right before I came to Workday, I'm still in the higher ed space, but in a little different capacity, I worked for a nonprofit up in Montana and we promoted and facilitated college access for students and families. And we, we served everyone for free, but our focus was really on first-generation, low-income, marginalized students were really our focus for helping, but we kind of helped everybody in that process. So Great. that's kind of how I came to Workday. Fantastic. Well, um, in, in that transition, how did you make the transition from the higher education space to Workday? Uh, yeah, so um, I had three financial aid colleagues from Montana that were already at Workday, so some of them went directly to Workday, some of them kind of took a more uh, circular route, but one of my friends who was a former financial aid director in Montana called me and recruited me to come to Workday. So it kind of was a nice, um, that financial aid background helped me secure a position at Workday. And um, then my financial aid background helped me in that process in the student space because I was able to act as a functional expert for financial aid and use that past experience in the student platform. Okay, well, great. Yeah. So um, that's fantastic to hear that um, basically your career led you to Workday and you are just uh, preparing to ultimately end up at Workday. So I think that's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, little did I know. I mean, I, I, when she called me that um, couple of years ago, uh, she said, have you ever thought of working for Workday? And I'm like, no, I actually have never thought of it because it never even crossed my mind that 
then she started talking to me about what Workday was all about. And I can remember many times um, throughout, as I was a consultant, I would turn to her and say, man, I wish they had this feature when I was, I wish they had Workday when I was in financial aid. So um, really that background in financial aid let me know how really powerful and amazing Workday Student is. But um, yeah, that kind of is what got me there. And it's been a really good background to have. Well, before we jump into your experience at Workday itself, mm-hmm. I'm curious, what did you know about Workday before you started working there? You know, before you started <laughs> and applying. Yeah, I mean, I knew, obviously knew it was an ERP and I knew it was a software company and I knew that they sponsored Phil Mickelson since my husband is a huge golf fan. Got it. Um, so I knew some of those very public uh, uh, ideas about Workday, but Um, I didn't really know about the culture at Workday. Um, I hadn't been in super close contact with those three colleagues um, for the last several years, although we did stay in touch. Um, So the culture is what I didn't know a lot about. And um, I I had been in a consulting role throughout my career as far as consulting with parents, um, students, high school counselors, university personnel, but not in the capacity as a consultant in that um, pre-sales environment. So that was also very new to me, didn't, didn't have any experience in that. So most of my knowledge about Workday was very superficial and just what sure. was very public. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let's jump into it. And, and I think you might have to give, give us a history lesson, but also um, kind of wrap up your experience overall. Mm-hmm. You know, tell us a little bit about the, the student technology student solution space in general and how how workday fits because i think most of us listening would probably be more so on the hcm and or right. side so give us an idea of i guess the the industry as a whole and and like i just said you know how workday fits into that solution as well as a little bit of history lesson sure well um so i learned i learned about the history a little bit as i came on board but uh, Workday Student is obviously the newest platform and uh, just came on in 2016, so it was really new. Um, and uh, let's see, how else would I say that? I guess um, because it was so new, I mean, just as an example, it was so new that I know that maybe people that are listening as they certify on HCM or finance or different areas within Workday there's usually a pretty um, structured protocol for certifying. You've got your scripts and your navigation and all that. Well, when I joined Workday, they didn't even have that yet in place for students. So um, what I, how I learned was observation of my peers and um, getting in there and playing around a little bit, see what Workday could do. And then um, obviously leaning very heavily on my, my, co- my coworkers. They were amazing in helping me through that process. Um, so, uh, coming into that, that role, um, not having a structured training program, that was a little bit of a struggle for me, but what, what ended up happening was, uh, because I was using all those resources, I was able to certify and then, well, actually certify within that first three months, which is required, and then go on to, um, demoing and consulting in the financial aid and student space. And, um, what I see in Workday as far as that space is, I mean, some people talk about, oh, it's not ready yet, or it's, um, you know, it's so young, there's lots of growth. And that's true, there is lots of growth. But what I also saw was 
the amount of dedicated team members that are put on student to get that um, ramped up to where they want it to be. And just the amount of new functionality that came on just in the time I was there was pretty amazing. Um, and leaps and bounds above other systems that are out there because as a matter of fact, I just had a conversation with my friend who is a financial aid director in Montana, I can't say where, but they looked at Workday and they went to a different solution and she fought it tooth and nail because she, she wanted Workday and oh, she just resigned her position over this implementation. So um, I know that wouldn't have happened with Workday. I know that um, the functionality that she needed was there and um, mm -hmm. And so, and, and that's a great point. And I think that was uh, a follow-up that I was going to ask, what are the differences between um, what Workday offers and what's available out there, you know, in the student yeah. technology solution space? Sure. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different student solutions out there. Um, some of them are good. Uh, I think what Workday offers overall is so much of it is already automated um, and intuitive, uh, just as an example, um, like when I was talking to my friend, that's just last night actually, um, her, the system that they're implementing, and this is a fairly new solution out there, um, can't even read FAFSA data, so can't pull information off the ICER in an automated manner. And um, so that was crazy to me, to me um, that Workday has that functionality um, over a more established system. Also, the, uh, of course, the business process framework, which uh, in financial aid, having those different um, processes fire off upon completion of the prior uh, just makes the whole process speed along much better. And, um, and then also probably the tie-in of Workday Student to all of the other platforms. So that integration where everything is uh, real-time and integrated to, for example, work study is integrated from finance right up to HCM and payroll. All of that is connected and um, happens, obviously your, your, your processing happens real time. So if you're looking at a student record and you see that they're about out of workday, you can execute some um, processes that will enable them to continue working and it will automatically update payroll as well. That was a huge thing because I used to work in the work study space and um, balancing between uh, f financial aid and, and payroll was always a challenge. Um, sure. And not a, not a challenge in Workday, it just happens, it's automatic. Um, so a lot of the, the functionality that's there that uh, brings that automation and real-time response to the financial aid process would be a huge game changer if I were using that in financial aid today. So. Okay, that makes sense. Well, great. Well, tell us a little bit about what you um, have done over the years in the workday uh, space. Sure. So I, I don't, and I don't know if we've actually talked about this, but um, I was with workday for just under two years, and just very recently, um, my position at workday was eliminated, not because of a a problem on my part, but rather just a change in the business climate in the education vertical. So, right. um, so I've, I've actually been outside of Workday for the last month or two. And, um, <clears throat> but when I was in Workday, 
tell me tell me your question again. Were you asking about my journey through Workday? Yeah, just what you yeah. did, what you did while supporting. Yeah. So um, uh, obviously, after my certification process, then I um, started demoing the solution. So going to co- colleges, universities, education forums, um, went to some conferences and and also some uh, marketing events to demonstrate Workday Solution. And um, a lot of times demonstrating to the executives, but also to those functional end users. Um, And that was where I got a lot of my my joy of being a consultant is because there's nothing like being up there showing a product and then having people in the audience turn and look at each other and say, did you see that? And like high-fiving each other in the air. Pretty exciting stuff, but um, just being able to demonstrate like a process in workday. So, uh, excuse me, in the student life cycle. So starting out with recruiting and and being able to take those customers, those potential customers through that journey of a student recruit, um, then matriculating into admissions, um, registration, all of those pieces, as well as the financial aid process. So showing that kind of end-to-end solution that workday offers and how it's all integrated. And, um, you know, a lot of systems, I've worked in a couple of different systems in financial aid, and I'm familiar with a couple others. And the integration between financial aid and student, you'd think would be automatic, but it is not. And so a lot of um, systems, that's a very manual upload of information from admissions to financial aid, whereas in Workday, because it's all one Workday, um, that information's immediately available, which, I mean, just any kind of manual process that takes you away from moving forward is obviously going to slow things down. So just having that continuous workflow that um, just keeps things clicking along. Um, Excuse me. Um, So the other things that I did, aside from consulting, um, demoing the product, went to campuses and did both just brief overviews or a deep dive demo to kind of really get into the processing. doing some demo uh, discovery work. So that was always interesting. Um, I think my first discovery was probably a college that has since signed with Workday Student, Um, but I had never heard of such a convoluted system and how many different systems they had in place to try to keep their processes running. And so learning about how people had pieced together this little add-on, this little tie-in, this little manual process they had to create to make their system work um, just really enhanced for me the how Workday is so much more intuitive and really in tune with what they would need to have in order to function more efficiently. A um, lot of travel in my position, so you have to love travel if you're going to be a solution consultant, sure. and I did. absolutely did love the travel aspect of it. Um, and then being able to attend things like Rising and uh, just different uh, events for our customers that were um, an, an opportunity to see the, the impact Workday has in that space, but also to meet people all over um, from all over the world that were either interested in Workday or already utilizing Workday and um, to visit with them and hear about their experiences was probably one of my favorite parts, just talking to customers that already had it and um, and then being able to share that solution with people that were looking for something that actually worked. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And I'm curious, mm-hmm. obviously I, I'm not in the 
in the space to support technology behind um, uh, attending a university or college, mm-hmm. how many disparate systems are we talking about? I mean, is it <laughs> a couple, is it dozens? What does that look like? I think a lot of us wouldn't know. Um, well, this college that I was just talking about, I'm guessing, I'm just trying to think back, I, I'm saying that they probably had 14, 15, 16 different systems, wow. as well as their own homegrown solutions that they'd tacked on. It was like a, it was like a, a giant ball of twine. I mean, the minute you ask this question, they'd say, oh, well, we do that with this product, or we do that because we had to write a, our own little um, integration for that to work. So it was a lot. And then um, on a, that, and that was an extreme case. So many sure. places, I would say they had easily six or seven different systems in place um, just to get through that process. Wow. Okay. And all of that maintenance and all of that taking care of all those different systems just to keep running. It's a struggle. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot. And so when you're presenting uh, mm-hmm. or providing a demo to these colleges and universities. Who are normally the key stakeholders? Is it a provost? Is it a university president? Is it a, you know, whoever's leading technology within the university? Who are those individuals? Yeah, definitely IP played a big role. Um, I think the presidents and uh, the people in the higher executive chain, I think in a good situation, they relied heavily on their um, directors and people in the space that were using the the um, system and could say, listen, this is what we need. Um, And I I saw that in the majority of cases that um, those upper level presidents were willing to um, trust their employees for their knowledge, right? So being able to use that. IT um, was a huge proponent um, in the work, in the workday implement, or excuse me, in when we were pitching workday, I guess is what you'd say. they definitely saw the benefit probably more so than end users did because they understood the complexities behind the system. Um, so they were huge advocates and also um, huge influencers in that buying process in the campuses that I was at. Um, directors and end users, end users probably don't have a lot of um, you know, say in what's gonna happen really, but I think that that a savvy director would be polling all of their employees and um, depending on what, whether they worked in student loans or work study scholarships and saying, how does this compare to what we have now? Um, but most of the time there wasn't even a comparison. They really, they could see the value even at a director level. And I say that because directors often aren't in the day-to-day gritty, you know, hands-on, they're more um, above that in a different role. So um, being able to rely on those people in order to report back to their next, their next chain of command on what work they can do for their department. Um, so I think IT probably the biggest and then the directors within the space and then obviously the presidents um, who you know, have control the purse strings and, um, and have to make the big decisions um, relying on those, that input from those other um, sources to see what they were going to do. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm curious, uh, now that you've had experience, you know, in previous student technologies, you've worked at Mm -hmm. Workday. um, I'm sure you've heard that some universities have closed 
um, or are about to close or very close to closing, you know, especially with what's going on of the past um, two, three months, you know, mm-hmm. what do you think is next for the industry as a whole? And I'm not talking about just Workday student, but any technology that really supports higher education as a whole. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing we've seen, obviously, is people having to scramble for a way to keep going, regardless of whether we could be in a building or not. So Workday, you know, with cloud computing, uh, Workday was kind of already a step ahead on that game. Um, So I think when all this started happening, universities on Workday were already pretty much set up to continue their essential services remotely. We had mobile, um, you know, the ability to uh, do things remotely wasn't as big of a transition as it might've been on a more antiquated system. Sure. And, um, and then like, just, just watching LinkedIn and reading about what's going on, I've seen other institutions that are still moving forward with their go lives and their implementations. And um, that hasn't, I may have slowed down, I don't know, timeline wise, but it hasn't stopped. I mean, they, they immediately had solutions in place for them to continue that work remotely. And so like I just saw um, on LinkedIn, Tallahassee Community College just went live on student. And so um, I think having that uh, flexibility because of the cloud, it, being able to step into this new environment we're working in, um, I think has been a huge uh, benefit to Workday, but just being able to stay on top of that trend and um, be able to, well, you know, it wasn't as big of a deal. And I think overall, everybody has to learn a new way to do things. Um, we all have to learn a different way to meet. You and I are meeting by um, by a podcast. Um, people are learning how to use Zoom. I never thought I'd see my sister use Zoom and she's, you know, we're using it all the time now. So right. um, people learning um, that there is a different way to do things. And I think if, if anything positive comes out of all of this, the quarantine and everything that we've had to, it's going to be that um, remote employment is going to become more mainstream. I think, you know, the way I looked at it before is if you got to be a remote employee, that was almost like a privilege and now it's a necessity. I mean, that's a, a huge transition. And I think going forward, um, when we return to normal, whatever that's going to look like, um, I think it'll be a new normal. I think that rather than um, remote work being a privilege that you get to work from home, it's going to morph into maybe like just another option. It's not going to even be um, like this position is remote and this position is not. It might be just that employees and employers are gonna say, you know, what works best for you in this role that's gonna make you more productive. So I think um, employers going forward are gonna have to be flexible by necessity and um, employees as well. And I think the more flexible you are in that in that sort of area, I think you're kind of future-proofing you for whatever the next big disruption is, um, just having different options available so that you can continue business as usual. I think that's that's kind of what, I, what I'm seeing. I could not agree more. I think the, the workplace as we know it will definitely change for a variety of different reasons, whether that's mm-hmm. having more flexibility um, working remotely, smaller offices, more mm-hmm. um, instead of assigned seats, more hoteling. I'm not saying it's going to go from 
from zero to a hundred, but I think the pendulum is going to swing much more so in that in that direction, like you mentioned. So I think it's going to be really right. interesting to see. Um, this is my personal belief, but I think you know we work and you know related type of office setups are going to become more popular. Um, mm-hmm. People aren't aren't going to need as much office space, but. But again, that's a whole nother topic for another time. But I think, <laughs> I think you're exactly right. So um, I, I want to go back to earlier. I think you mentioned that you attended Workday Rising. Is that correct? I did. Okay. Yeah, I got to go to Rising in Orlando. Tell us about that experience. Oh, man. <laughs> so um, well, it was mind-blowing is what it was. Um, <clears throat> I didn't present or anything. I was doing booth demos. So just having this constant stream of people coming by and, and stopping by the booth um, was so amazing. I, I think the one of my first impressions walking through this gigantic, it looked like an airplane hangar um, venue that we were in in Orlando um, at the convention center there was at any given moment, I could hear 10, 15 different languages being spoken. And it was so, I, I don't know, I can't even explain the feeling it gave me, but um, the size of the venue, the, the number of people coming through there and the variety that I interacted with, all of that just made this such an experience. And then um, what else about it? I think uh, I never experienced the type of events that Workday uh, and other Workday partners supported to uh, for our customers and for potential customers. So being able to do all of the different activities we did on, during downtime was really amazing as well. Um, I, I know it was just quite the experience and, uh, I, and I love that it combined both potential and um, potential customers and also current customers because as they came by my booth, um, if I was doing a demo to a prospective customer or somebody that just wanted to see what Workday was all about, they've heard about it, they wanna see a little bit and potential customers were right there jumping in, show them this, show them this. Right. <laughs> and so that, that was exciting. Um, and, and answering people's questions, these, these customers that were already live on Workday or in the process saying, oh my gosh, that's so much easier in Workday. We used to be on that system too. Um, just having that kind of interaction within people at Workday and then seeing them help each other out was, was really awesome. Yep. And then I know that this most recent Workday Rising was all virtual. So what a difference, you know, complete turnaround from last year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's the right decision. I think it's going to be really interesting um, to see how it goes. But I, I personally believe that this year might be the most influential because it's everybody can attend and it's free. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's free. there's no barrier to entry. You if you want to go, you have, you have no excuse not to attend, you know, you right. that I don't have the time, don't have the money, you know, I can't fly to San Francisco or Orlando or wherever it may have been hosted, you know, um, you know, and obviously this year is going to be in San Francisco, but you know, uh, you really have no excuse this time if you really and truly want to attend. So I think it's going to be interesting, but obviously you're not going to have that in-person um, connection to where, a prospective customer and a current customer c- could all be within five feet of each other, you know, talking to you about uh, Workday. So I think that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. But 
I know that Workday will figure it, figure it out and pro- provide a really good experience. So I'm really curious to see how they pull it all together. But um, one last question before I let you go, you know, what's one thing that um, has been your kind of most memorable experience or something that you're most proud of, you know, mm. over your time supporting Workday? Oh, let me think about that. Um, well, I'm really proud of earning my certification on the first attempt with no formal training protocol. Sure. Um, being a little later in my career years, um, you know, picking up and doing something new is always a challenge. But um, man, that certification process was, uh, it was a challenge, but man, I had the best support of my teammates. So I was, I was really proud of that accomplishment. Probably what the biggest memory I would carry with me from Workday is um, the culture. Uh, You cannot, you can't fake culture. And I've always said you can teach technology, you can't teach culture, you have to be a fit. And um, I love that Workday preciously guards that culture and makes sure that they're hiring for culture because that was my favorite memory of Workday, my teammates and how the whole company was inclusive and looking out for your best interests. And, you know, you hear that, all that hype, excuse me, all that hype. And it's true. I mean, it really is true about that. And I've been fortunate to work in some awesome places. So I'm not comparing apples and oranges. I'm comparing other awesome places I've worked. Right. Um, I think as far as most memorable, I can tell you a quick funny story about rising. I just thought about it when I was talking about it while we were there. Um, first rising so of course it's all new to me my my colleagues uh you know one of our core values is fun (laughs) so they played a little trick on me and they went in and uh messed up my my demo tent a little bit not messed it up but they did some little tricks in there and so I was logging in I'm looking at I'm going what's going on here they had like replaced people's pictures and I was like, I, do, I I really thought, literally, I told him later, I thought I broke work day. <laughs> and and my, my boss said, you can't break work day. And so right. <laughs> once I knew what was going on, um, I, we all laughed, or laughed, laughed about it. But when it was happening, I thought, oh, I'm in so much trouble. I've done something crazy. <laughs> and that was one of my biggest memories was them all laughing. And it was fun. Yeah, so. great. That's a great story. I think that's fantastic. And, and I've heard <laughs> other stories too. And I think that is something to where I think how Workday has handled coronavirus and how they've been very transparent mm-hmm. and upfront about a lot of different things, both internally, externally. I think it speaks volumes to, um, you know, every company can can sound and look and seem great when everything's going well, but I think you get the true test of character when things are not going well and not that things are going poorly internally, but they had to handle this situation and how they were going to be able to process everything and sales kickoff was going on right around when this really got a big headway here in um, North America. And then how are they going to handle rising and, so, you know, both here in uh, North America as well as Europe. So um, they had a lot of things to maneuver around and, and figure out. And I think they handled it very, very well. So uh, I, I think that comes from the commitment to a good culture, both because it's not only internal employees but that are affected, but also the ecosystem as a whole. So I, I could mm-hmm. not agree more. I think it starts top down and 
and extends its, you know, uh, impressions, tentacles, however you want to put it to the partners as well as the customers as well. So it's really interesting that you mentioned that, but I think, uh, I think you're absolutely correct. So, well, uh, Mary, it's been a great conversation. I know a lot of people will really enjoy listening to this and, um, they'll come away learning a lot from, from the student side. So I definitely appreciate the time. Any last thoughts or, or comments before I let you go? Um, no, I, I appreciate the opportunity to visit with you. And I, I also just wanted to give you a little shout out as far as what you've been doing out on the LinkedIn space with well, thank um, you. that. That's been a huge encouragement to me. Um, and from the comments I know to other people, but just giving that those little tidbits of information, um, how to be more successful in what's going on right now, how to remain calm has been really helpful. Um, so I appreciate that. Thank you. That means a lot. That means a lot. I certainly enjoy mm. it. So, uh, well, thank you. So, um, well, I'll definitely let you go. Again, thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. I know a lot of people will probably reach out and say the same. So uh, don't be surprised that happens for you, but we'll definitely <laughs> talk soon. And, and of course, if you ever need anything, please let me know. I will. Thank you, Michael. And you the same. If there's anything I can ever do to help you, I'm right here. Okay. Thank you so much, Mary. All right. Great rest of the day. Take care. Soon. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye-bye.